0: It's time. For round two, Combat One Wrestling returns to Waterford, Michigan at the Elite Sports Plex on Wednesday, December 28th. Tickets start at $15. Get them on Eventbrite or at the door. Doors open at 645, bell time 715. Mason Dixon line will go to war with the Midwest scum in a hockey town street fight. With special guest enforcer, Detroit Red Wings legend, Darren McCarty. Also scheduled to appear, Impact Wrestling stars, top-notch, Jason Hotch, Shogun, Jackson Stone. And in the main event, for the first time, last time, and only time, Ken Anderson, formerly known as Mr. Kennedy, will take on the man-beast, Rhino. Round 2 is now! You some itch. Your PWE crew, Dan O'Mack, Big Kaz, Jaybird, Bird, Nick the Gooch. and your host, Brokowski.
1: What 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 Welcome back everybody. We hope you had a great weekend. And we did it. 10 months, 50 wrestlers all comes down to to today. To four, four competitors for 2022's Pro Wrestling Edges Wrestler of the Year.
2: <clears throat> you said it right this time. I, I almost said, I, in, in my head, I was I know. Wrestler of the Month in my head when you were saying that. I was like, Josh did it right this time.
1: <laughs> I said it nice and slow. <laughs> nice and slow, and it came out right. I'm sure I'll screw up more than enough throughout this show. I always do, so.
2: Yeah, I'll st- I was talking to Ben about it when he was doing the voiceover and stuff for it. And he kept correcting me. He's like, Dan, it's not wrestler of the month. This is wrestler of the year. I'm like, okay, you're right. <laughs>
1: I've been trying to write why on everything instead of M, like how I always been doing. So that helped a whole lot. Well, yeah, we're down, down to four, you know, a fatal four way between four great competitors. Four gentlemen have a hell of a hell of a, 2022 year a rookie a couple of vets it's, it's 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 come down to some something really good really special and the crazy part is too is I didn't expect it to have another tie you know that's why it's now a fatal four away we we had a tie in a bracket and so we had to add another competitor in
3: yeah and like just the whole 10 months of doing it you know everybody that voted, everybody that participated, you know, sent us the info and yeah, this is pro wrestling edge 2022 wrestler of the year. And some people think, you know, uh, what is that award? It's not nothing. We don't think it's nothing. It's not going to get you bookings. It's not going to put you, you know, something to put on the resume, but it's just our little appreciation. You did get a hell of a goodie bag. That's for damn sure.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Let's not announce the prices. I think we finally yeah, we'll settled. See. Think we'll we finally think we finally settled on what the winner will get, but let's hold off till when we make the announcement. Yeah, I didn't think we'd have one tie, let alone two, but here we are. Uh, we have a foolproof plan to not have a tie because we're not going to do a tie for the finals, and we're not doing a coin flip like I was doing on uh, Talking Sports to to make all my picks. So we're well, not doing a coin flip.
3: <laughs> I feel like we could tell the listeners what we're going to do to the finals because, you know, uh, let's be real we don't want it to be a popularity contest for the finals. Um, not saying don't go out and get people to vote because yes, the fans vote do count, but the all around, it counts for one vote towards the finalists. So the majority vote winner from the fans gets one vote. And we have put together a panel and each person on this panel gets one vote each. There will be a total of nine votes, so we're really hoping there's not another tie, because then we don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we might have to flip no, a coin. No, They're there's really a full... that's, why I made, that's why we made it odd there, number. There's a the foolproof plan. Spies.
2: There's a foolproof plan. We're not doing Dan's talking sports method of flipping a coin to, to make his picks in the in the NFL playoffs. Uh, we're not doing that. I, I don't. I think we'll be good. There's there's a plan for a tie. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Nine votes. Like I said, we got an eight person panel, the five of us, three people that we have feel have the best ear and pulse on the indie scene right now in the world. And yeah, so I think we should just get right into who who we got uh, for this year's wrestler of the year.
2: Well, everyone knows our number one seed because of having the most votes his month, Chinstrap, Jesus Kyle Barrett. He's held the Slam Undeniable title, the UCW Premier Championship, and he's a multi-time IWR tag team champion. Um, His big matches, along with Nate Bach, the Game Changers, they have two victories over Heath Slater and Rhino, both currently of Impact Wrestling. He has a win over Big Khan, who is also currently of Impact Wrestling, formerly of WWE. Um, Kyle's had matches with Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, and he just main evented uh, the first ever combat one with um, AJ Kazana of NWA. They took on Shogun, Jackson Stone, and Rhino. Um, so what do you guys think about Kyle and what he's accomplished in 2022? Brandon, do you want to uh, give your thoughts first?
3: I mean, there's so much because, like you, you mentioned, the different titles that he's had. And, and think about each one of those pr- uh, promotions individually and how different they are. So, you know, you have IWR, where, you know, he didn't he didn't even mention he, I believe that was this year, was he had a match against Darren McCarty, too.
2: No, that was last year. That was the end oh, of 2021.
3: Okay. Yeah, they kind of meld together. Yes.
2: But, yeah, he was. But, like... He was the first match Darren McCarty ever had in wrestling.
3: I mean, he... Everywhere he goes, people either love him or really hate him, or the crowd split.
2: So he does his job as a as a heel.
1: Yes, very good heel. That's what I think I love the most about him. uh, is his shit talking ability, but still able to be lovable. You know, he he hates the crowd so much that we end up loving him. And he's had a hell, of a hell of a year. I mean, I was there for the main event of Combat 1, him and AJ Kazana versus Shogun and Rhino. That was that was pretty intense. Pretty intense match. Hell of a match. Uh, and I like uh, his tag team ability too, able to jump between tag team and singles.
3: It doesn't right. matter. He can do anything. Yeah, like you Hopefully. mentioned him and Nate Bach had a couple matches against some big opponents this
2: past year, and the way he won that UCW Premier Championship was kind of a uh, uh, a weird thing. He uh, it was that it was, uh, there was some multi-person match that he won. Was it a ladder match that he won to get a title shot? And he chose to cash it in on the premier champion, I believe. Um, and I'm almost positive he beat, um, he beat Roy for that. Uh, but yeah, there was some, uh, a special match where he won a title shot and that's how he ended up, uh, cashing in and winning that premier championship. But yeah, he, he's just done good stuff. Jordan, what's your thoughts on Kyle?
4: I love the guy. He's funny. He's good at working the crowd. He can talk. He's got some pretty good promotions or promos. Um, and I honestly, I love the Game Changers too. Him and Nate are a grand duo together. Those guys kill it. They're both um pretty good. They can work good together. Um, plus Kyle's uh, style, man, dude, coming out in the Overalls, short overalls, he's dope. He's got it. He's definitely had a really good year this year too.
2: Anyone else have any thoughts on Kyle?
5: Gooch. I can honestly say, you know, uh, when I first saw him, you know, years ago, I wasn't the biggest fan of him, but he did end up wearing on me. And the list alone is a big reason why he was our number one seed and got all the votes that he has. And you guys have really hit all the big main points. No great guy, great wrestler. He knows how to work the crowd. He can work double. He can work tags. He can work singles. And when he's in that ring, he just absolutely puts in work, man. He doesn't quit.
2: Yeah. He's, I mean, I think like Gucci said the list of accomplishments he's had for this year, speak for themselves. I mean, uh, he, he's done some great stuff. And, and the fact that he can go between he's got such a, a successful tag team run uh, with Nate, not only in 2022, but for a long time, but also like his singles work, you know, he, he just it's like he can work both styles really well. So um, he was the number one seed. Everyone knew that coming into the voting last week. So that was no surprise. He made it. Uh, the first announcement we're going to make is the winner of the second bracket. Um, second semifinal bracket was Father Marquise. Congrats, Hallelujah. Congrats to Father Marquise for making it to the finals. Uh, Father Marquise is the current Metro Pro Wrestling PWL Television Champion and also the current UCW Premier Champion. Um, big matches he's had in, his, in this year is two out of three falls with AVZ when he won the PWL TV championship. Um, and then he had a triple threat match with Sean Tyler and Roy Williams at UCW, and that's when he won the Premier Championship. Um, he's also defeated NWA's AJ Kazana this year and also Jamal King. Um, his debut match, like now this just puts how well he's done to make it to the Final Four in perspective. His first match was January 23rd of this year versus Jay Abrams, and he's on match 64 and counting. He said he still has a few more bookings this year when, when I spoke to him. So someone who's just getting started this year currently is at like the highest spot he can. He has two singles titles, and we didn't even mention he's, he's, he's a member of the congregation faction with Brother Darion, Brother Dante, Pastor Patterson. And depending on what promotion you're at, Soul Taker. So, um, you know, to to have wins like he's got under his belt, and in a faction that that is is you see at multiple promotions, and just having his first match this year, and already on just this past weekend at Metro Pro Wrestling, he had his 64th match, and and still has a few more matches for the year. So for not basically getting started January 23rd, so basically February. um, he, He's he got a lot going on for him. What do you think, Gooch?
5: Yeah, I think it's another good call. I was there for the, uh, the two out of three falls against AVZ, and as we all know, AVZ is no slouch in the ring. Father Marquis held his own, put up one hell of a goddamn fight, dude. And no, <laughs> no disrespect to any of the other guys, but I really cannot wait to see later on down the line in his career to see him on a solo run and see what he can do.
2: Jordan, I know you're a big fan of Father Marquise. What do you think about him making the finals?
5: Yeah, man.
4: Um, I'm very happy about it, honestly. Very. I mean, I am surprised. that He's only been around for eight months now, give or take, and he's making a hell of a marking out there in the ring. Um, the first time we've seen him shoot me and Rokowski turned and we're like, yo, he's got it. This is good. He's killing it. Um, his charisma, his attitude, walking out to the ring, passing around the donations for the church. Man, it's awesome. I'm uh, very happy for him. One very thing happy I f- about it.
2: And one thing I forgot to say when I was talking about his athletes, he made his combat one wrestling debut on IWTV at uh, we are one. So he, he, in the little bit of time, like Jordan said, eight, nine, 10 months that he's been wrestling, he's got an IWT um, under his belt, Um, an appearance there. So uh, big Caz, what are your thoughts on father Marquise?
3: I mean, this guy, he, he he found something that worked for him and he's taking it to the moon right now. Uh, Incredible talent for only, you know, being, so fresh into it. And it's obviously showing that he's got something if he's already had as many bookings as he had in less than a year. Um Championships, regardless of where it is, he's got more to come, but this year it's been fantastic. And I, I enjoyed, uh you know, we were at the block party and I got the ring announce at the block party, like to be able to ring announce somebody like that in the ring, like he gets you hype. He, he makes you feel it. So he's another good, character continue to develop that and he just did a great job this year making uh himself known and getting his foot in the door
2: brokowski
1: someone i wish i would have seen more of in 2022 you know as we just kind of touched on we the first time i remember seeing him was the block party was his first time then i got to talk to him afterwards Great, great fucking talent in the ring. I absolutely love the father thing, you know. as said that the bowl, the robe, the the uh, congregation, the hallelujahs, the amens. I love that fucking shit, man. Glory, glory. Let's get it going. And to see a rookie pull through and to come into, you know, for wrestler of the year, totally, totally unexpected, but totally deserving, you know. That was definitely cool. And I definitely love that I'm going to get to see more of them in 2023 because that's just all that's going to happen is just just going to see more and more of this guy, kid. That's for sure.
2: I was able to see him early on this year. He had a booking at UCW when he actually at UCW had his match with AJ, a- a- AJ Kazana from NWA. And, um, you know, People are maybe getting a little more familiar with AJ Kazana that listen to our podcast if they were at Combat One or followed anything at Combat One. But AJ Kazana is no slouch, and for Father Marquise to have very limited matches at that time under his belt to to go in there and be able to pick up the W um, is definitely pretty cool. Um, speaking of yeah. somebody that hasn't been in the business long, uh, let's move to another one that hasn't been in the business long. That was one of the co-winners in bracket one, and that was Forever Young. Forever Young um, tied in the first bracket, so he moves on to the finals. Uh, titles he's held, he's the current UPW Tag Team Champion with Maximilian. They are known as the Young Guns. Um, he was a former Horror Slam Tag Team Champion with Kyler Coleman as critical content. He was the Metro Pro Wrestling PWL TV Champion. And he's the current Metro Pro Wrestling Heritage Champion. He's a former Pro Wrestling All-Stars Tag Team Champion twice. And he is one of the FU Trios Champions with Killing the Business. And he also wanted me to say two other things. He's the last and longest reigning Dabsky Invitational winner at RPW. And he wanted to say that he was the very first wrestler of the month for, for pro wrestling edge. Um, Some of his big matches that he's had this year and accomplishments. He had a four way ladder match with critical content um, for the Metro pro wrestling heritage championship where, where he won it um, against KJ uh, Reynolds, Ryan Mathias and Kyler Coleman. Um, He won the PWL uh, TV title from ABZ he also um, had a match with Killin' the Business where they defeated the fun-loving criminals. And if anyone has any type of, uh, of, of um, knowledge of Michigan independent wrestling, I mean, everyone knows the fun-loving criminals. Uh, he also made a debut this year in Ohio and Wisconsin. Um, and he currently is in the finals of XIC- XICW Proving Grounds with his vet, Mark Ross, who we just had on the podcast, um, to say forever young hasn't had an amazing 2022 would be an understatement, um, for being in the business, I believe what two years now he's been in the business, uh, for him to have this type of run. And I know early on he was in factions and he's doing a lot more single stuff now, um, to where like, he's, you know he's coming into his own. Like the Heritage title is is one of the main titles at Metro. If you ask him in his promo, we just cut, it is the number one title in Metro Pro Wrestling. But like, you you've seen his growth from where he started in 2022 to where he's at now, and he's leaps and bounds from where it is. And and the thing about Forever Young too, just like Kyle, he's a likable guy. Like, um, you, I don't think anyone's met him and can say you know you know, this guy's an idiot or this guy's a bad guy. He's a cool dude. You know, he's doing the podcast thing. Like we are, he's doing it on YouTube with, with max. And he was a YouTube person before he even got into wrestling. So like just taking one thing that he had, building a brand with it and extending it here and building it here in 2022 has been awesome. I know that I want to, I want to get to Jordan first. I know this is Jordan's guy. Um, about how Jordan is happy about forever young and excited about the year he's had. Go ahead, Jordan.
4: I am happy. I am extremely happy. I mean, very proud too. Like, I mean, you said it, Dan, there's, he's had an amazing year. He puts in the work, he does the job, he gets it done. He's there. He's hanging out, talking to people, making friends. This guy's, he's great, great wrestler too. Phenomenal in the ring. All the gold proves it. Um, great in tags. Getting even better at singles. He's about to kill it. Um, got the YouTube channel. He's got it all. This guy knows how to promote himself. He knows how to promote friends. He knows how to help. Someone good to talk to. I mean, shoot. I am beyond ecstatic about this. I can't. I'm very happy he's in it. Brokowski. And I can't wait to see.
2: I'll let you take it next. I I think Jordan said one thing right before you move on, is now that he's doing more singles, he's going to show what he can do in singles, uh, you know, away from the tags all the time.
1: Absolutely. Great, great guy, great kid. Absolutely. My favorite thing about him is he's just like his personality is so flashy. His gear is so flashy and fucking awesome. (laughs) Always killing it in the gear game. Gets the greens, the pinks, the reds, the blues. Absolutely love the gear. He puts in the work, puts in the effort to make his shit look real nice. And it goes with who he is. The entrance, the same way. The first time I seen him come out live on fucking YouTube with the entrance, man, and the selfie pull. Boom. It's like, genius. That is fucking genius. And he's killing the YouTube game right now with his stuff, killing the business just as much as he's killing it in the ring in 2022. Um, I mean, what else is there to say? I, uh, so many tag team tag, like you said, you think of him in 2022, he's mainly a tag team specialist, but he's doing a lot more singles here at the tail end of it. So we're going to get to just see him blossom into a singles competitor, which is going to be fucking awesome. And yeah, man, hell of a, hell of a 2022, uh, So happy to see that he was one of the, one of the finalists, man. Definitely well-deserving. Someone who put in, puts in the work too. Hardcore.
2: Nick the Gooch. Nick the Gooch. (laughs) Well,
5: first off, as the guy who presented the debut of the Dabski Invitational Trophy, I am happy that Forever Young is the current holder of said trophy. And that being said, You guys have pretty much hit it all on the nose right there, man. From the time that we've seen him all the way up to now, he has made such an improvement. I'm absolutely amazed by his talents. Blew me away in that four-way ladder match for the Heritage title. I was there. Another one I was there for. All I can say is kudos to you, man. Congratulations, and you definitely earned it. Go ahead, Big Cass. Big
3: Cass. Let me put it this way. Out of all the nominees from this year, Forever Young was one that I kind of knew that was going to be in the finals, and he was the very first winner of February. You know, yeah. so I feel like that speaks volumes about it. Uh, you guys, every championship you brought up, but one thing that people don't notice, like he's traveling and getting his face out there. That's a big thing. He's he's getting known. You know, the traveling and the YouTube, it's just a brilliant idea to expose himself in that way to such a wide audience. So we all love Forever Young. Every time we see him, we got to get a picture with him. We've been hanging out with him outside of wrestling. Great person. Great guy. Congratulations, like you said, for making it to the finals.
2: And that Pete and Gary's got he did for breast cancer awareness. So that's that just speaks volumes of the type of person he is. The last uh, finalist that tied with Forever Young is the Dread King Logan. Uh, titles he's held this year, he's the current Horse Slam Tag Team Champion with um, Midwest Scum Tag Team Partner Zach Thomas. Um, him and Zach are the RPW Tag Team Champions For the entire year of 2022, they went through the entire year, um, defended it successfully all year. They won it in 2021, and he's over 200 days as the current IWR heavyweight champion. Um, Some of his big matches is he's had one-on-one matches with Big Khan of Impact, Madman Fulton. Um, He had a a killer match at at IWR for the uh, his title against PCO who was of impact, formerly of WWE and Ring of Honor. He's wrestled Tommy Dreamer, um, Shane Douglas, uh, former ECW. Um, He was actually a mentor and manager of his at IWR before they had their little separation and had their match. Um, Rhino, uh, he just defended the title against Rhino um, at uh, IWR. Um, He won the title from Eric Redbeard. Uh, He was in the last ever match at hot rocks for XICW versus DBA. And if all the XICW fans and Michigan independent wrestling fans knows how like important that venue was, um, to Michigan independent wrestling, he was in the very last match there, um, matches that he's got going on with, with Atticus and Otis Kogar and at RPW and, and, um, Midwest scum consists of not only Dread King Logan and Zach Thomas, but also Darren McCarty and Neil Hazel. Um, and he, his wrestling mentor and guide is John capital E period Bravo. Um, just amazing stuff. This man's done this year and the dedication, the hard work he's done to transform his body. Like he, he was not in the shape he was in even early 2022 and, you know, he's always wore singlets and, and made a point to try to get better and, and get his body in better shape. And now he's wearing wrestling tights is something that, you know, he's always been very conscious about his body. And and now he's got himself to a point where he, he's in the best shape of his career all these years end. So um congrats to Dread King Logan. Um Josh, I'll let you go first. Sorry you were taking a big uh a big hit there.
1: <laughs> No, it's all good. No, it's actually a funny thing about Dread King being in this conversation is that I was just before we got on today, I was had a little time, so I was scrolling through some old pictures I had on the old laptop here and came across the Dread King himself. And, you know, to go off of what you were saying about his physical appearance, I mean, the dude has literally transformed his body into a fucking straight up brick tree. The dude is fucking incredible, incredibly jacked, absolutely incredibly jacked, legitimately, absolutely phenomenal in the ring. He's totally transformed, stepped up his game. 2022 has been his breakout year, and 2023 is just going to bring out more and better things. I mean, he's already draped in gold. He's going to be, he should be draped in gold in every promotion he goes to. His in-ring work is phenomenal. His mic skills are great. I mean, I mean, what else could you say about him? He he's an overall great guy, great guy. Gets great merch too. Great merch, definitely, definitely. See him at the tables. Get some stuff from him. Um, he's definitely awesome. Definitely great. Twenty two year. Um, gonna be a gonna be a great great one to be in the finals. Has some great
5: accolades. Nick the Gooch. Man, what? what else can you say about the dread King Logan, man? Uh, He's an amazing performer, amazing person in and out of the ring. I've experienced firsthand. He's been there for me through some times and just another great person. And I'm glad to be in the crowd cheering for him, man.
2: Big gas.
3: Well, I mean, you listed all those people that he's fought and From promotion to promotion what's what's common about who dread king logan goes against he goes against your biggest and he goes against your baddest and most of the time he's beating your biggest and baddest he goes around everywhere and does that like you said current these are just current championships he has he has horror slam and rpw's tag team champions and like iwr that's where the biggest and the best of the best come and fight you know and we had firsthand, we seen him do that to PCO right in front of us. Every I, it's just like he won it from Eric Redbeard. That dude's probably been one of the biggest opponents, him and Big Con are pretty close to the same size, you know, and he fought them both this year.
2: about you, Jordan? What do you think about Dread King, Logan, this year he's had?
4: Yeah, it's inspirational, man. It's, uh, killed it. I mean, from starting where you're at to where he's at now, it's like it's an inspiration, you know. No matter where you're at in your life, you can always better yourself and you can get better, and he's living proof of it. Like, he's amazing in the ring. Um, personally, I like him more as a tag team partner. But, I mean, the guy's awesome. He's a, a beast, taking on, like, what Big Cat said, some of the biggest dudes. So, I mean, he's not really tall, but, I mean, he can still hold his own in the ring.
2: Yeah, I think you hit on the heaven. you said inspirational, some of the stuff he does. All four of these guys bring such different and unique qualities to this finals. So, um, I don't think this finals would have been any better with, any other four than this combination in the finals. So, congrats to all four of them. Um, the listeners will have a week to vote like normal. So, when this episode drops on Tuesday the thirteenth of um, of December, you will have till next Monday. What's the date, fellas? Um, next Monday. I'm sorry, basically. putting everybody on the spot. Yeah, if the episode the comes 19th. out on the 13th. Everyone will have till Monday, the 19th at noon to vote um, for for wrestler of the year. We will make the announcement on the episode that comes out on January 17th, which is our return um, to the podcast. We will be putting out content for the next month. We do have a, a, a sit down with Chris Klontz for combat ones round two. But, uh, this is the last episode that we're all doing as, as the normal routine, the normal schedule. So we got some exciting stuff coming up the next month. And then our return all back together as one on the, on the um, 17th of January. will be out, but yeah, amazing year. This was a, a exciting year it was a fun year with this wrestler of the month, which turned into was all about to be wrestler. You know, it was all about to become crowning the one person to be wrestler of the year and like brokowski said when we started we start with 50 50 people 50 wrestlers have been nominated this year we put a, a a a field of 50 over the span of 10 months up for the fans and listeners to vote and this is where we've got to um yeah it's it's pretty cool i know uh, on the uh on the uh, audio that'll or the little hype video we put out every month. Um Ben says on this one the end's here. And that's right, the end's here. We started with fifty and now we're down to four. So um excited to see what's gonna happen. Uh when this is over with the voting being over in one week from you know on the uh on the nineteenth.
1: And then our esteemed panel uh get together around the round table and discuss who will be the winner of wrestler of the year. I'm excited. Yeah. As Dan said, four great competitors. Uh, it couldn't have came down to four great people, 10 months, 50 wrestlers, fatal four way. Let's go. <clears throat> Before we uh, go to our, or when we come back from our ad break, well, actually, like Dan touched on, this is the last time all five of us are going to be on the show together for the year, so we're going to talk about some of our favorite stuff that has happened in 2022 coming up here shortly after the ad break.
2: Pro Wrestling Edge couldn't be what it is without its, with its partners and sponsors. Roo Psychedelics can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Roo Psychedelics. Whirlwind Productions Detroit. Um, if you're looking for any podcast production work or voiceover work, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram at whirlwind productions, D E T brain jerk entertainment, all their content is be found at Brainjerk.com. They're more than a podcast. Check out all the cool stuff. Brain jerk does. Um, they're at brain jerk entertainment company on Facebook and brain jerk entertainment on all other platforms, including, um, Twitch and YouTube and all the streaming platforms. Um, Jake Wiss Photography, looking for any type of photography work, reach out to Ronnie um, on Facebook and TikTok. It's Jake Photography, J A Q U I S. Ronnie Jake on Instagram, Horror Underscore Style on Twitter. Uh, if you're looking for any graphic design work with uh, quick turnaround times and affordable pricing, reach out to Tony Garrix at Graphics by Garrix. He does great work. He does a lot of stuff for us. Uh, if you're, you're looking for any of his work examples, um, check out some of our latest stuff that we've got out. Um, if you're in the Tri-City or Thumb area and you're looking for lawn care, moving, or commercial cleaning, reach out to Eddie Dillon at Handy Eddie's. Um, at, you can call or text at 989-901-1855. He's fully insured, so go get that free estimate. If you're looking for that type of work, um, combat one wrestling returns for round two on Wednesday, December 28th doors open at six 45 bell time is seven 15. Um, that will be returning to the elite sportsplex in Waterford, Michigan. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Um, it's at Eventbrite. um, f- first row was sold out. I talked to Chris Klotz. Second row or floor seats are are almost gone. So you're not going to be able to get floor seats at the door. I highly doubt. Um, We do have general admission available, so you'll be able to buy that. And that's probably all that will be left at the door if you're looking to buy tickets at the door. But um, they have that Hockey Town Street Fight. Darren McCarty is going to be the special guest enforcer. Uh, Midwest Scum will take on Mason Dixon line in a rematch from We Are One. Um, they're introducing the crash division, uh, which is going to be something interesting that we'll hear more about from Chris Clonks on that episode. Um, and then first time, only time, last time, Mr. Anderson will go one-on-one in the main event with Rhino. Um, I've put my thoughts out on that on, tw- on Twitter. Uh, Mr. Anderson's my guy, so I'm excited and looking forward to that. So check them out. Uh, Combat One Wrestling on Facebook, Combat One on Facebook, Combat One Official on Twitter and Instagram. Um, If you haven't seen, if you weren't at We Are One, it is now available on IWTV. Check them out. For everything Pro Wrestling Edge or PWE in general, PWE Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere, pwepod.com. And we have a Brainbuster T store, so buy our merch. That's it.
1: Bye. Now click the button. Bye. Bye bye. That's right. All right. before we
3: move on, can I add a couple I just want to add a couple special shout outs. You know, go check out Hardcam Frio's YouTube. Man, that dude's YouTube is blowing up. If you miss matches in our area. Go watch them. Or you want to hear something that we talked about. He's probably got it up. You know, our homie, Sea dog Clarence Experience. He does little skits and comedy. Check him out, man. Love that guy. Thanks for all that you do for us too, man. And uh, eat my treats in Southgate, bro. I did a couple of uh, um, eating competitions this year that of their food. And I've actually eaten their food regular and not have to eat it really fast and a bunch of it. They're awesome. And World of Games, fun place. Check it
2: out. Be feather ball champs, baby. You might hear more Pro Wrestling Edge talking about uh, World Games in 2023.
1: Definitely will. Definitely will. Those are definitely some good shout outs. Definitely good. Like I said, this is the uh, last time we're all beyond at the same time, kind of like the last end of the year show. So I kind of want to know where you guys' favorite things were of 2022. Like, uh, first, I want to start off. With some of the somebody or a couple people that you were excited to meet in 2022, and I want to start with Nick the Gooch. I said Nick
5: the Gooch. He's got kids. Man, (laughs) man, he's fucking Slater. I cannot believe I finally got to meet that man at an IWR show. We've said it throughout this podcast and many others big time names at these shows. If you missed it, you're <laughs> tough on you, man. You got to get out and go to these IWR shows, but he's Slater. Yes. I cannot believe I got to meet that man this year. Definitely top favorite. Because,
3: Um, well, I mean, you know me, I, I usually don't go to these like events, like excited to meet anybody in particular. I just love the shows, you know, but, uh, uh it was i want to say thrilling i, I met cruel face to face at the circus um not in a traditional way either uh it was during his match and he came right at me and scared the shit out of me but that was uh that was a really cool thing jay bird how about you my man um
4: <clears throat> honestly it was me and adam cole had <laughs> a comic-con still counts but, still counts so uh, someone we had on the show was actually pretty sweet and i thought it was a great conversation was uh heather blue that was really fun so that was cool getting to talk to her and actually meet her
1: dan omak
2: oh i think it's it's clear it's happening on the 28th when i get to meet mr anderson um i mean huh. the Mr. Anderson is a reason for the OG logo of pro wrestling edge with the, with the old school microphone. Um, he's, he's been my favorite since his run in TNA, uh, with the asshole, with the, um, with all that and to be able to get to see him and going to get to meet him and talk to him. And, and, uh, yeah, I don't, you guys know this. I don't get autographs. I don't get pictures. I, I like to have conversations with people. This is a guy that I'm going to pay whatever it costs for the autograph and, and the picture because uh, this guy means a lot to to, to what I've done. And uh, so, yeah, Mr. Anderson, for sure.
1: Well, of course, you know, I saved myself for last because I mean, this could kind of be a long,
5: with-
1: <laughs> I'll just keep it short to uh, people that I think that I probably don't think I'll ever see again possibly uh, would be Minor Suzuki I'm, a, I'm definitely gonna slot of their names but I'm gonna say them the best I can because they are uh, new Japan and BJW wrestlers and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, minor Suzuki would have been definitely <laughs> somebody sweet and I don't think I'll ever see him again. That was definitely really cool. Rina Yamashita, she was definitely fucking awesome. And she's blowing up pretty big here in the States too right now. She had a really good 2022 tour here in the U.S. And uh, Takeda, seeing Takeda at GCW, that was pretty intense. The dude broke more light tubes over himself than he freaking did anybody else. Like he totally lived up, lived up to see what you see on his Twitter and his following and stuff that you see. So, yeah. That was definitely three people, and I mean I could go on for a couple other minutes here. I mean we all probably could too if we thought about it long enough, but would have gave us all a heads up on it but uh so we'll move on. we'll go to favorite matches favorite matches that you got to see in um twenty twenty two dan who was what was your what was uh, one of your favorite matches
2: oh so i again um one of my favorite matches just happened, happened recently. And it was at the, um, very last, last RPW show and and they've wrestled before. So it's not like, um, it's like a one-time thing. Like I'm pumped about Mr. Anderson Rhino, but Randy and Mickey knuckles, Holy shit. Uh, the match they just had at, at RPW, um, probably was my favorite match, um, that I've seen, all year. Um, I also really enjoyed, um, wasn't there for it, but I saw it on um, um, uh, YouTube. TJ and Crash Jackson out at Flophouse. That match was awesome. Uh, they told a great story and um, TJ's come so far and he's so good. But yeah, um, the the most exciting match i didn't get to see was tj and crash live but this last one where mickey and randy ran it back at uh at rpw uh death right was fucking awesome
1: big case what about you oh man
3: i know it's tough it's tough it's really tough so one of them because i was thinking about another one i know i've It's so hard to select. But one of my top matches of the year was probably Jake Crist and uh, Kevin Giza for RPW at Harpo's. That match match. was absolutely just insane. Um, (sighs) Dread King Logan versus PCO was... Absolutely incredible, balls to the wall, another top match of mine. I'll, I'll end it there, Do When I, I'll just keep, keep thinking to something. And- but real
2: quick in the in the Jake Chris Giza match, when Jake Chris threw Giza off the stage back into the ring, and then. Jake Chris jumped off the stage onto Giza in the ring. I mean, I I can see why that was probably that's what did
3: it. That's what did it for oh. me. Yeah. Special shout out to the body count battle royal. That was, yeah,
2: that like, was dope.
3: That was crazy. Never been done that I've seen before. Yeah. Nick the Gooch, what you got?
5: All right, one right off is one that we were all actually involved with even though it was just the entrance we were a part of, but Midwest scum versus what was it? Critical content for the yeah. horse slam tag titles. As always love Midwest scum, very entertaining a young up and comers, critical content, putting in the work, made it a great match, loved the entire thing. And um, second, I have to give it up to, um, this was a three-way match, but I have to give props to another uh, rookie this year. It was uh, KJ Reynolds versus uh, Jason Hotch and Adam Wick at uh, Metro Pro for the Heritage title. Um, big, beautiful spot when KJ jumped off of the balcony, right on to Jason Hotch and uh, Adam Wick, blew my mind. It really reminded me of like some of the old school stuff you'd see back in the Attitude Era, you know, jeff hardy shit shane mcmahon jumping off the t- the jumbotron type stuff so yeah those are definitely top two for me this year
2: good ones for sure
5: oh yeah definitely what about you jay
4: bird uh i'm going help remembering who was all in it but it was at uh circle six it was with the uh the aussie boys and um was it original sin or and someone else i think it was a three-way tag match
3: no, it was uh, Aussie Open versus – uh, uh, what's – oh, man. It was a three-way, I think. Yeah, there was that one tag team that kind of surprised – I know who you're talking about.
4: Oh, yeah, like Hot Red or something, right? A red yeah.
1: – fi- fire red, hot
4: yeah. – Laser
3: eyes. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Dude, dang it. I can't. I know what you're talking about. I know. I know what Matt you're talking about, too. Why can't I think so? This
2: was about? the second Detroit Circle Six show that you guys were on yeah, the site. The oh, one yeah.
4: the
1: one we all went to. Yeah. yeah.
2: The one the
5: that has, the,
1: I think that was match. God. Yeah, I was. That, that was yeah. one that I was definitely going to bring up was that ladder match of that show was definitely awesome. I can't remember what they called it, but yeah, with RSP, Jake Chris, Atticus.
2: That was a cool concept. Each of them had their own ladder. They could only use their ladder.
1: Yeah, that was really cool.
4: That was a cool concept
2: for real.
1: Yeah, but
4: can't remember the names, but that was one of my favorite matches just because I got to see new guys and I didn't expect much out of them. And then they just tore the roof down. It was a great show.
5: Sucks, I can't remember them. (sighs) Go ahead, Gooch. Bringing up Circle Six, I have to jump back to mm-hmm. meeting somebody. I finally got to meet the man that uh, parties with y'all in Merkel.
2: Oh, Nate Webb. Oh, oh,
5: oh Nate Webb. Webb. Yep. And I also got to meet uh, Rich Swan.
2: Oh, that would be dope. Yeah. Nate's fucking yeah, that was awesome. Dope. Nate Webb is fucking awesome.
5: Yeah.
2: But
1: anyway. They But yeah, that was really cool too. Meeting Rich Swan. That was unexpected and cool. Definitely me. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. He wasn't announced for that, was he? He he was no,
1: No, he showed up.
2: Yeah, he was a surprise. Well, he was a surprise bookie, and he wasn't he was unannounced. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool when places do that. They bring in somebody, especially bring in a bigger name like that, and they don't advertise them. So it just makes it even more special when you do get to see them.
1: Yeah, one of my uh, favorite matches, too, from the circus. Cruel and Carver on entrances alone was fucking awesome, man. Cruel from the cornfield and big-ass fire. and Oh, that was fucking awesome.
2: Another one from RPW, Tommy Vendetta and Hoodfoot. We didn't see it live. I watched it on IWTV from Chicago. That match was fucking awesome.
1: Um, the one that me and Bird GCW show we were at, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, like Up in the Air, Something Heights, because the scaffolding match between the Briscoes and uh, SGC, Mancer, and Justice. That was, that was fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. That's like one of those matches that you always seen, but you never seen live. That's so one I that real really want cool to see. One. And it wasn't you know, that... that was-
2: and they're like, uh, both of those teams are kind of a throwback to the old, you know, the old era, like what I grew up watching, yeah. like so 80s WCW, so like they're both a throwback to like that 80s WCW style, just like the dog collar tag match that just happened on Ring of Honor with with the Briscoes and FTR. But yeah, yeah, that was one that I was bummed that I didn't get to see was that scaffolding match because those two teams. I'm sure put on a fucking a fucking just clinic and just a show for everybody.
1: <laughs> and they didn't announce it as a scaffolding match. It, it was just no. a tag team GCW tag team title match. They I love I,
2: I love when what? promotions do that too. They there's something announced but then they throw something big that we don't know and it's only, you know, you have to be there to be the first to know what happens. That that kind of shit is sweet to me.
5: That's something that we need to do in old uh, PWE fashion is uh, speak it into existence, talk about it more, and get someone to get a scaffolding match in one of these promotions well, around here. I've been trying us. to
3: get a fucking deathmatch lumberjack match. We ain't seen We're getting lumberjack. close
1: We're getting lumberjack matches. They're here in the lumberjack.
3: But it's right. just like... We don't see him in forever. I started talking privately with you guys about the deathmatch lumberjack match, and then out of nowhere, like how many lumberjack matches have happened in the past two months?
2: Do you guys remember when we did that episode where we kind of made fun of the fact that when I first started PWE wrestlers from across the country, we were, were, were reached, not trying to get booked because they thought we were promotion. And we did that episode where we booked people, and my mm-hmm. main event with the dog collar match, and how many fucking dog collar matches have we seen? Since then, it's like, yeah, those old school type matches, scaffold match, lumberjack matches, dog collar matches, those things are just so rare. And oh, and you just want to, you know, it's that nostalgia factor too. You just want to see it.
5: Those were some fun uh, segments with that that we did.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: 2023, maybe okay. we'll bring a couple of them back. So that was pretty fun. Both yeah, I definitely want to do some more fun stuff cool. like
2: that. In 2023 for sure.
1: Mm. Coolest weapon I've seen was, would have to be, I'd say, uh, the match between Charlie Evans and Rina Yamashita when Charlie took the fan, the light tube fan, with the fucking 12-footers on it and just went bah! in one fluid fucking motion. It was the coolest fucking thing I've ever I mean, She hit it perfect. That was really cool. And then, of course, you know, Satan's Cock. Anytime you get to see that from Casanova, that was always a cool one to see. Get used in the Muda lock and shit like that. Any of you guys' favorite weapon? Favorite weapon that you or is a weapon you enjoyed seeing this year?
3: Nothing that really stands out. I just, I love glass.
5: Glass panes. Gotta love them. I just yeah. love
3: glass, glass, and doors. When the doors don't take multiple times to break,
5: <laughs> I still you know, more fucking Percy Drews,
3: man. <laughs> I wouldn't even, I think Randy's had the roughest year with doors, right? She, you know, how many times has somebody tried to throw her through a door and it just wouldn't work, you know?
2: Okay, guys, help. Help me bring back my memory with glass because glass is fucking sweet to see. It was the the show where it was the um, RPW tag team title tournament when they debuted that in 2021. I know this isn't 2022, but there was that spot on the corner it was Satu Jen and somebody. And they, they hit the and I got a piece of glass come all the way from the ring and land on my chest. That was probably as big as a football. And I was so pumped. I was so hyped. I was like, yeah. But, like, God, who was that? Right.
5: No, dude, that was like me in 2021 <laughs> summertime, okay? We're at RPW out at Burgers and Beers. Percy Drews versus Chuck Stein. Percy goes to fucking hit Chuck with a light tube. And the hard end of the light tube, the one with the metal parts, comes right at me square right in the dick. Dude, dude. <laughs> Like, Funniest thing I, in the world. That was great. Uh, I died laughing. Fucking, and I'm sitting here. I'm on like Face Facebook Live, and I'm talking with a friend, and you know, letting them see the show real right, quick. Right. As I'm recording, I get hit, and I about drop to my knees. And I look at my daughter. I'm like, "Take this and keep recording." And I ended up just leaning back up against the fence, dude, just in complete agony. Never thought, just taking. Uh, A second-hand shot from a light tube would hurt that bad. Light tubes fucking suck. Yeah, man. At the last RPW
1: show, we were right on top of the ring, and fucking we got hit with a lot of glass. It was awesome because I love getting splashed. But, yeah, we got hit with a lot.
4: Love the light tubes, but honestly, one of my favorite ones, and it's so simple, but it's just so deadly in my mind, is the um, carpet strip doors.
5: Mm. Uh, those, those things dudes. are fucking oh. hokey, man. So if you yeah, want to that talk shit. About simple and deadly, all time favorite. That's real simple and deadly. Thumbtacks. Yeah, dude, I enjoy you thumbtacks. A, so body, nice. you a bag of them shits out, dude. That's. Yeah. I'll bring up
3: one of Dan's favorite matches of this year was Randy and Mickey at this last RPW show. They had Nerf guns that had thumbtacks on the end of the Nerfs. Oh no! And oh, Randy, oh yeah. Uh, Randy <laughs> shot him and stuck them all over in Mickey's chest.
2: Yeah, that was that's that pretty was impressive. Cool. I
3: like that one. Yeah. yeah that was, was real cool. impressive. And gusset
2: of course,
1: plates. can't forget the gusset plates.
2: The other thing that oh but yeah. gusset plates, ask Chuck. Chuck hated yeah. Chuck hated Gusset plates and now Chuck Stein loves doing gusset plates. But uh our fucking trips out to out to Indianapolis for, for flop house <laughs> this year. There's so many trips that we took out to flop this year and and just you know there was one where it was a whole fucking crew of us went and then and then uh yeah it was like me Big Caz Brokowski uh Clarence went Kelsey was there like we had a fucking carload and then
3: and Antonio, Antonio show up to that one Antonio yeah, was, that was at that, that
2: one. one yeah he came out um Winnie whoopsie box ass. Right when he when he, he C Rock's ass and then like even the the two year anniversary show which we're gonna have some content out from that um, before we come back in January me and Brokowski and and, uh, and Clarence uh, rolled out there for that and that was a fucking kick ass show that was an awesome show so just the trips and 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 or in, when we all get to get together and go to these shows and just spend time together that's that's probably the coolest part for me. Yeah, and, that's uh, one of my favorite parts. And when, and when we recorded the the 200th episode, when we all got together and even even Bernard and I almost set my house on fire.
5: Yeah, <laughs> that was so
1: great! Yes. Oh man, I forgot about yeah. that.
5: <laughs> just getting up. Just getting yeah. up. <laughs>
1: Tears of heater. There's a stove.
2: Pizza boxes. Blast, and awesome.
1: just back down. It just sits back down. <laughs> what?
2: Jordan and I was taking out that fireball. Yeah, that oh, was man. fun. That was a that fun, was fun night for sure. Yeah, we gotta do yeah, that, that again. Right. We gotta do that more that often, really cool. like get together and do the shows. So that was yeah, cool. Definitely. And you're
1: I love I love when we go to the circus. I think that's like that's a yearly tradition that should never be stopped. I, I love you. that you know, every year. <laughs> We've been two years back to back that they've done it. They do it. Twenty twenty three will be there again. I love that oh, shit. Yeah. I literally have a tote specifically for the circus at this point in time. That's air mattresses, a tent, <laughs> like. It's just a tote specifically for the circus.
2: Yeah, we've had some fun times this year.
1: Just all day drinking, hanging out, watching wrestling. It's a fucking blast
3: there. the The Harpo show was absolutely one of my favorites of the whole year. Mm. Uh, RPW with uh, Circle Six and No Peace Underground.
1: The uh, first first Caribbean tramp, whatever the trampoline is called, I can't remember what it's really called, but the barbed wire trampoline. First time I've ever seen that live. That was fucking dope. When uh, Tommy and Masada,
2: Yep. Tommy, Tommy and Masada went Masada through.
1: Masada Tommy and Masada went through it. I was trying to remember if they were there. I know Tommy did for sure. I wasn't positive on if it was Masada or not, but that, that was
3: sweet. That whole show was full of nothing but bangers,
1: dude. Yeah, Jordan I really wish Yellen, I was West there. The, box, the Atticus was the greatest thing ever.
2: What's in the box? What's
1: in the box?
2: <laughs> and then what's his response the when he finally got tired of Jordan Asking, he turns around and goes, It's a <laughs> fucking briefcase. <sighs> <laughs> got a
1: silent twenty seconds before what's in, we'll the, box? in the box? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, you
3: know, man. And then the body count battle royal, like like that I, was cool. TJ,
1: TJ, TJ getting them yeah. light tubes, man.
3: Yeah, Loving
1: TJ.
2: it. Yeah, he's got a he's got a big one coming up in January, that's for sure. With uh with with Schwartzy. Who, who was it
1: that came in and cleared house?
2: 440.
1: Right. Fuck right. fuck 440. It was 440. Oh, no, they that, that cleared them out. Who was it? It was some oh, good
2: question.
3: Oh, this ended
2: up didn't oh uh, someone came out and four four oh just all left yeah they didn't I one. That
5: because it was an over the top oh yeah like, uh, eliminating himself because I watched it back on IWT yeah
2: but who was it that came out and they didn't who want no part of him
5: GSP Gee. no no that's four four oh we're
1: talking about who made him run out of the ring who made him and all the one get one out of the all made rig. him run out oh God I can't
3: remember
2: yeah. Yeah, somebody came in and they didn't want. It was DMAC.
3: Well, they skewered DMAC. Yeah, yeah, they skewered skewered
2: DMAC. Yeah.
3: Jake something.
2: No, Jake something something? wasn't in the body count battle. I don't think. I'm
1: trying to think. I'm just shouting shit out now. Trying to think of it.
2: (laughs) Was okay. So, did Giza and Chris do double duty? Were they in the body count battle royal too, or was it just Giza? Giza? Giza won. Yeah, right? Giza did a yeah, double Giza duty. He wrestled back, yeah. Chris and won, but was Chris in the body count battle royal too? Was it him that cleared house? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. So. Someone's going to... Don Holland's going to message me tomorrow and say, it was so-and-so because Don J- Don's the, the walking... Man. We That's love Don Holland. He's the walking encyclopedia.
1: Yeah, that, tell us anything. That that know.
2: I, I could probably message him right now and say, hey, who cleared four 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 zero out of the body count battle? He would probably instantly be like, it was this person.
1: And then, correct me if I'm wrong, was it Pero versus Hoodfoot? Yes, yeah. that was a good one. That match was fucking dope, man. Breaking them fucking guardrails like that. That shit was sick.
2: That was the No Peace Underground title, and then that's when uh, wasn't that when Atticus came out and cashed in cashed and won in, it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He answered Jordan's question.
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> he told him what was in the box.
1: <laughs> had to wait, Jordan. Just think, you annoyed him so much he cashed that motherfucker in. He's like, I'm done with this. He's actually had a hell of a fucking 2022 too. Atticus, man. That motherfucker's on top of the world right now. Yeah, yeah, he actually is. Same with Murdoch. He had a hell of a year.
2: Yeah, I mean, Murdoch is, you can't you can't deny what Murdoch does. Yes, yeah, good year. We've definitely had a lot of fun.
1: Anybody else have any last words before we send it off? Nope. righty then. Thanks everybody. Stay tuned for a Combat 1 round 2 episode but we bring on Chris Klotz and enjoy all the shows that we were at this past year and Happy holidays and peace and love. We out.
0: Pro Wrestling Edge would like to thank our partners, Whirlwind Productions, Detroit, Ruse Psychedelics. And our sponsors, Brain Jerk Entertainment, JQuiz Photography. Welcome to the new beginning.